Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday of the fifth week of Easter, May the 17th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 14, verses 19 through 28. Acts 14, 19 through 28. And this particular episode brings us face to face with the hard reality of having to live the gospel of Jesus Christ, not simply on our lips or in our mind, but in our witnessing in our own daily lives and the consequences of truly living the gospel in relationship, in a living relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and the need to be strengthened in the Holy Spirit, all to the glory of the Father. In this particular episode from Acts, Paul and Barnabas and various other disciples and converts have been going out throughout the region of Antioch, Iconium, Lystra, Derb, and all of the other places, preaching and winning over converts winning over converts, those who were once devout Jews are now entering the way, the new way, the way of discipleship and following Jesus as Lord and Savior. And the Holy Spirit is working in them and through them, and they are encouraging one another. And Paul and his companions arrive from Antioch and Iconium, and they began to win over the people. Well, there are some Jews there who are very uh, angry and upset over this, and they stir up the people against Paul and his companions. And in this particular episode, St. Luke tells us, the writer of Acts, that they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the town, leaving him for dead. His disciples quickly formed a circle about him. And before long, he got up and went back into the town. Now, it's very, very uh, interesting and very important and instructive to us that they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the town and left him for dead. But the disciples quickly came and formed a circle about him. And before long, he went back into the town. The preaching of the gospel, the living of the gospel, involves being the object and the target of those who hate Christ, the evil one who works through basically good people, but they are misguided. That is, these are devout Jews. They believe that they are doing the very will of God. But their response is one of stoning and leaving for dead. That's not the work of God. That's the work of the evil one. Persecution, destruction, death. The way you eliminate the gospel is to kill the messenger. 
but in God's design, which is almighty. It is the very persecutions, the very stoning and the crucifixions, the various floggings, that indeed the church grows. The blood of the martyrs waters the seed of the church. It's an old, old uh, dictum from the early church fathers. The blood of the martyrs waters the seed of the church. And we see that today in our own society. We have in this country a great, great struggle, spiritual struggle taking place between the forces of life and the forces of death. We see it in the reaction to this abortion and also other areas of life where we have so much killing and so much violence. Over this past weekend, over a hundred people shot in major cities around the United States, several dead from gunshot wounds. And this kind of reign of violence and of death and of destruction, of the misery and suffering, that's not of God. That's of the evil one. And what we need is a real great awakening, a new springtime, a new Pentecost. For it is the Holy Spirit that touches minds and changes hearts. That's the spiritual revolution that we need. That's the returning to the person of Christ and the gospel. And not the agenda and values of this world, which lives by violence, hatred, division, strife. And we see its terrible effects daily. It's before us on the television, in our newspapers, in the stories we hear on the street. This is, this is real. This is the confrontation and the struggle that we face today. But notice the community comes together, forms a circle about Paul, and he goes back into the town. And the next day, he leaves with Barnabas, and they continue their preaching. And then they arrive in Lystra and Iconium, and then in Antioch, where Paul calls all of the disciples together, all of those who have come over to Christ. And he says this very simple instruction, which is really for us as well. We must undergo many trials if we are to enter into the reign of God. And each church, they installed elders with prayer and fasting. They commended them to the Lord in whom they had put their faith. The life of the church goes on. Yes, evil is present, but it will not win. Violence is present, but it will not last. The reign of God and the presence of God is infinitely stronger and will ultimately triumph. And what does Paul do? He calls them together and he gives them encouragement. He gives them encouragement. Don't, don't abandon 
the gospel. Don't become overwhelmed. Don't become despondent and despairing, weary and faint-hearted. But rather, persevere. And in that perseverance, you will enter into the reign of God. And most of us will not be dragged outside the city and stoned and left for dead, although some have received violence for their belief, as we've seen over the weekend with the bombing of pro-life uh, places. But that's, that doesn't win. It doesn't win in the end. But most of us experience a kind of persecution in which people who were once our friends are not our friends any longer. People who associated with us, invited us places. Perhaps we even suffer a kind of subtle discrimination at work. We don't get the promotion. We're not invited to the gatherings. People walk away from us because of our belief in Jesus Christ and the gospel of life. That's our persecution. That's our being led and stoned symbolically. But like Paul, we must, we must understand that trials and sufferings are part of the gospel. When we decide in our freedom to follow Christ, we also, in our freedom, embrace the cross. But with that cross, we also have the hope of resurrection, of life with God forever in God's holy kingdom. And we are to encourage one another and support one another in witnessing, in giving testimony, in our own way, in our own situation, but, test, but giving testimony and witnessing nonetheless so let us today persevere. Let us today open our whole being for the Holy Spirit to come and strengthen us that we may indeed continue our faithful, faithful witnessing so that in God's good time, we may enter the reign of God for all eternity. God bless you.